on this episode. Hey, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. Give me the green light. Give me just one night. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. episode 37 of the green light podcast and first and foremost we are no longer in kansas the big 12 is free of one of the most least talked about most impressive streaks in sports history bill self and the kansas jayhawks ends its conference dominance at 14 big 12 championships in a regular season championships i should say in a row uh, wow. Just utter dominance. I mean, all the stats in the world that make it even more impressive. I mean, even Gonzaga only had 11 in a row. Uh, since 2000, UNC has the most in the ACC with eight. I mean, no one in the ACC has even come close. I, it, it's it's Kentucky hasn't come close. Nobody. Um, a, a streak that, you know, we always say this. It it, it maybe it'll get it it'll get. Uh, jumped here at some point but it it's going to take something serious. The longevity in sports is is going away rapidly. So for someone to take over Bill Self's crown with 14 regular season championships yeah, in a row, I don't know, but my god, the Big 12 must be celebrating. Seriously, because I mean, you think about <laughs> They're out of jail. You think about how many good teams have been in the Big 12 during that time. I mean, shoot, like Oklahoma in recent memory with Buddy Heald making a final four. You have final four teams. You have powerhouse teams that are in that conference every year um and you look at it like from top to bottom the fact that you can go not unscathed but you can make it out every single year as the regular season champion like not to bring it back to virginia what virginia is doing i think is like unbelievable because it's like what tony have won like 46 this is like not even in comparison this takes it like to another level so shout out to kansas shout out to bill self um but um, look, I mean, looking at the conference standings now, what are they? Uh, yeah, I mean, they can so come we're sitting, in either second or third, I believe. Yeah, so Texas Tech sitting at 13 Texas and 4, Tech Kansas, and Kansas State, State at 13 and 4, yeah. Kansas, Kansas at 11 and 6. And six and um, I don't know if we're, we've, we definitely haven't talked enough about, about how good of a job Chris Beard has done at Texas no. Tech. Um, for I mean, they've won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 games in a row at this point. Um, they hit a rough patch in January, but have completely turned it on. They have the number one defense in the country. Um, and I don't know. Do, I mean, do, I think I mean, do, if you had asked me, like, when this, like, if you asked, like, five years ago, when this streak ends, who ends it? If you had told me it was Texas Tech or Kansas State, I would say out of your mind. Um, I would think it would be a Texas or an Oklahoma, even like an Iowa State um, or, or a West Virginia. But um, it's going to be either Texas Tech or Kansas State that, that are going to win the conference. Yeah, no doubt. Um, the best record in Big 12 play since Kansas started this streak. I mean, it's not even close. So forget them winning. I mean, the dominance has been unbelievable. They have an 8-12 winning percentage. They are 207-48. and The next best team, the next best is Texas with 144 wins and 111, 111 losses. Like it's not close. There's like happy to be so, over 500. Yeah, like, like they're just they're yeah they're just over 500. I mean, it's Kansas has just had an, a, a 
chokehold on the Big 12. It hasn't been even close. And we should all remember that Kansas was picked number one in the country in the preseason. Easily. Now, they lost um, Azubuki and uh, LeGerald Vick, which is huge. So, like... You know, you don't get asterisks. You're two most, sports, ex- by you're far, two, two most players. experienced players yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Dedrick Lawson is probably their best, but Dedrick Lawson's a transfer that came from Memphis with not a ton of, like, he doesn't have, like, big, big-time big game experience. Like, he played for Tubby Smith in Memphis, and they weren't that good. Um, outside of that, I mean, Quentin Grimes is a freshman. Devin Dotson is a freshman. Yeah. Um, all these dudes. Charlie Moore, like, transfer, like... They lost their biggest leader, so I, I, I'm, I'm still not going to like count them out. I think they're probably sitting, what, maybe a three seed at this point? They're 22-8, and 11-6 in conference. I mean, they've uh, beaten Michigan I'm, State, they've beaten Tennessee, they've beaten Villanova. It, I think it depends on really, I really they, they probably Tech. need to make some decent run in the Big 12 Conference Championship to get a three. I, I think they're, they're a four, honestly, man. Yeah, no. Let's see. As of uh, as of today, yeah. Where are they? Where March six? Lenardi have Lenardi has them sitting at. Um, all this dead air. It's great radio right now. Great radio, just, high uh, quality said, radio. We got some uh, dogs barking. What are we sitting at, man? I, I can't find them anywhere. Uh, they're four. They have them dropped to a four in Virginia's region. So uh, that'd Ooh. be interesting. Against Lipscomb, um, don't sleep on Lipscomb. No, no doubt. Um, but um, yeah, I mean that was. I don't know if anyone saw. I think everyone saw it coming. Um, I don't know if they saw it coming on a loss to Oklahoma, um, but especially, I mean, they had won five of their last six um, heading into that. So people thought there was still maybe, maybe, maybe a chance, um, but effectively ended March fifth, two thousand nineteen. Um, Kansas Kansas's reign is. Is over. The streak so. is over. Um, so we have an awesome guest later uh, on in the podcast, a Jeremy guy. So we actually are going to do something a little different this week. We want to run through uh, its conference tournament week almost. It starts a little later this week and runs. We got a couple going right now. Week. We yeah, had a couple yeah. start like earlier this week. So the home a, sites, but this this is actually my favorite week. It's actually prior to the really? first. Yeah, the, these run up to the NCAA tournament are, yeah. is my favorite time just because of the buildup. So what Ian and I are going to do are going to rapid fire go through our predictions to win every single conference tournament championship. Not the regular season, whatever. Just conference tournament championships. We're going to start at the top, alphabetical order, Woo. America East. I will go first. Ian will run the next one. Yep. I will continue to read off the conferences, and we'll go from there. Keep up, people. Keep up. So we're starting with the America East. I am picking Stony Brook to win it. So I love Stony Brook. Great year, 24-7. and seven. Shout out Jeff Bowles, Bobcat yep. Nation. But uh, Vermont's just an absolute juggernaut. Um, they're, they're stud and definitely not giving any love to UMBC in there. So uh, I'm going Vermont Catamounts. Done. American Athletic Conference, I will go first. I am going to go upset, and I'm going to go UCF. Shout out to the fi- fighting Brian Kenyeko's tennis, men's basketball, or <laughs> tennis, <head, laughs> women's head, tennis, <laughs> women's head tennis coach. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm giving love to Brian. All right. Um, if UCF hadn't just beaten Houston, I would uh, I would go somewhere else. Um, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go Cincinnati. I'm not going to go Houston. Um, I think it's going to be like a Houston-Cincinnati final. I don't think UCF. But um, I also wouldn't sleep on a team like Memphis or UConn to s- creep up and, uh, and and sneak up on somebody and pick up a big upset win. All right, Atlantic 10. Woo! I am going to go Coach McKillop and Davidson. 
I watched a little bit of VCU last night holding George Mason to 37 points. I know I'm picking chalk in basically like all of these pretty much, but VCU's defense is so solid right now. Um, they've won 11 straight, and I uh, love what Mike Rhodes is doing, so I'm going with the Rams in the Barclays Center. Out, which, of, out of solidarity, we but, should say Duquesne yo, and Eric Harper. Duquesne. Yes. Uh, thank you for getting the tickets in advance. Hopefully you <laughs> Hopefully. can make that happen. Um, I'll, I'll come duck, maybe duck, we say duck down some Dukes gear. But no, seriously, I, I would love that. Yeah. Give me uh give me a Duquesne uh, A10 championship. So uh, Paul Paul owes more money. Next, yeah. yeah, exactly. Next one is ACC. I think this one is pretty obvious for where you think we're gonna go. So I'm Duke, you're Virginia, skip. I'm not picking Virginia. Wow! And this is wow. probably a surprise wow. wow. I honestly think okay. like I I think Carolina's gonna win the whole I, I honestly think it'll I think Carolina's gonna win. Okay. Um and, and it's a weird reason. Shocking. I don't think Carolina's that good. Um and it's, and it's more so it's like Virginia, I don't think Virginia. I think Virginia could lose to like a floor. I think they could lose in the semis, and that opens it up then for either Carolina or Duke to win. Um, I just think that I would pick Duke if Zion had played a little more. I think they're just going to kind of test it out and not go too heavy. Um, and I think uh, Carolina gets it done. And it's in the crazy thing is in, people realize it's in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can yeah, get yeah. a Duke, Duke if, Carolina, especially if Zion, if Zion's not playing Saturday. If you get a Duke. Carolina semifinal oh. with Zion at his first real game actually playing in it, then that's going to be absolutely massive. Yep. Um, but yeah, no doubt. Uh, all right, Atlanta, underway uh, already. A Sun already. Yeah, already. We actually started. lost a couple coaches in this conference um, already too. Yes, we have. Uh, I got Lipscomb. Um, they have been fantastic all year, and they are historically always very good, very well coached. And I'm riding with my cousin Jacob Bear, yeah, yeah, Liberty Flames. It. It. It's the Virginia JV squad. Richie McKay, the whole staff's Virginia guys. Playing the pack line defense. Fan the flames, baby. Wow. Fan the flames. <laughs> Fan the flames. Big 12, uh, I am going to go the fighting Bill Selfs. I think he doesn't get the regular season, but he the makes a miraculous run through the tournament. This is stupid. It's emotional. It's with the heart. It's not going to happen. I'm going Kansas. This is going to be a wild, wild, wild pick. Uh, not Well, actually, maybe not. They're sitting at fifth right now, but I like Iowa State. I think oh, Iowa State right. is like, they're projected like a four seed or four or five line right now. They fill it up. Mariel Shayok. Um, Former Virginia guy, absolutely killing it, um, and they they can. It's a matter of if they play defense or not, but I think they could just get hot and ride it. And uh, I'm going with Iowa State Cyclones. All right, Big East, uh, easily the hardest pick we will make dude, throughout this. This is the most thing. ridiculous yeah, thing I've ever it's seen. The most dude. ridiculous one. I am going to go out of left field, and I'm going to say uh, the Fighting Brian O'Connors, the Georgetown Hoyas, are going to make a run and win the Big East tournament. Dude, it's so wild because if you look at top to bottom, Nova Marquette, I think. Those are your only two locks for tournament teams. Yep. But at the end of the time, like, Villanova just lost to Xavier. They've lost to St. John's. Marquette's lost twice to St. John's. And so... St. John's is a trendy pick. You should go with them. I also got to give a shout-out to my guy, Dante Jackson. Um, Saw them play, get a road win at St. John's last week. Um, I am going to go... Jeez, that kills me. Um, I'm gonna Come go. On, man. You I'm go gonna go with Marquette. Fire. I'm going with Marquette. I'm sorry. All right. I like Marcus Howard. Big stage. Yeah, in safe the garden. Pick. Safe pick. Safe pick. Uh, okay, safe. Big Very Sky, uh, a conference that we know little to uh, nothing about. So hey, talk. hey, 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 hey. Oh, I know. You have a I coworker. Know. I know, I know. I'm gonna go Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado. Okay. We're we're united on this one. Northern, Northern Colorado, Colorado Bears. Done. Big Sky picked. 
Uh, Big out South, to. we gotta go Radford for yes. the listeners. Hundred percent Radford. Uh, yeah. Shout out Scott. Shout out James. Yeah. Um, pick them. Campbell's legit. Campbell, Campbell has. Campbell uh, is very good. What's his name? Um, Chris Clemens. Only one of the. He scored his three thousand. Oh yeah, point. yeah. He's unbelievable. Absol- Absolutely. Absolute we talk about green light player of the green week. Light player um, of the year, maybe. probably. Yeah. Chris Clemens. Okay, Big Ten. Yeah, another one that is just absurd. Um, I'm gonna go chalk here though, and I'm gonna say Michigan. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, I love what the Minnesota Golden Gophers are doing. It's the end. They're big win, big, big win, win at, at, at Purdue. Um, but I am going to go with. Oh, this game is in. Oh, is this in Chicago? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Michigan State. Yeah. Okay. Big West, ooh, uh, hard not to go with the best, one of the best uh, nicknames in sports, the UC, UC Irvine Anteaters. I'm going them chalk pick. Yeah, the I'm going to go UC Irvine as well. Cal State Fullerton in second place, but they have an under 500 overall record. That's tough. Love it. This one. Nice. I uh, love it. Again, we're going by the heart, the Colonial, the CAA. We're going with the Delaware Blue Hens, the Fighting Danny O's. Get it done. Wow. Um, so I absolutely love, love, love Hofstra in here, but I'm going yeah. another upset pick. It's uh, Charleston. It, the, game, the tournament is at Charleston. People yeah, don't realize that. I know. That's People don't realize right. it. Yeah, people don't Everyone criticized <laughs> the tournament was in Richmond. It was like VCU was there. And now we're like, oh, let's just welcome Charleston in. Here, you can have the tournament too. Yeah. Uh, Conference USA, Old Dominion. Don't think it's close. Uh, Charles Bassey's nice for Western Kentucky. But yeah, ODU. Shout out Jeff Jones. Um, and the Stiff Brothers. They're solid. Nice. Really, really good. Uh, okay, Horizon. Now, this is another interesting this one. This one is tough. This one is certainly tough. Um, I will go Wright State to win it. I went Northern Kentucky in my uh, conference pool. Um, they're they're rolling. Um, I don't really to say, but both of those very good, very good teams. Uh, next is Ivy League. I wish I could pick this after side after Saturday. I see Harvard play Columbia on Saturday, uh, mm. but I'm gonna go with uh, Connecticut and the Yale Bulldogs. So just to uh, just to pick the opposite side, I'm gonna go uh, the Harvard Crimson. Shout Tommy Amaker. Nice. Okay, the MAC, the, the Mac. Metro Atlantic <laughs> Athletic Conference. Um, this has been a crazy year. This is a very down year for the entire conference. Um, Iona started something like 0 and 11, and then came back another and first. Where are you uh, going? With I'm this? going the fighter, the fighting Baker Dunleavy's Quinnipiac. In really? His first year, he wins it and goes to the uh, tournament. I got Dunleavy. First year. Yeah, is second, it really? year? second year. I was like, wait, he can't. It's second, be year, a second, second year, second year. But I'm sticking with the same thing theme as the CAA, where the conference tournament is held up. Uh, yeah, Sienna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sienna, who is Saints. currently the four seed there. I mean, they're at 11 Coach seven, Carm. and they're and shout out guy Coach Carm. Um, I like Sienna. I like what they're doing. Um, I'm gonna say Sienna gets the home court advantage and pulls it off in the uh, mat. I don't know. No, I would say Mac. No, yes. no, no. Yeah, yes, yeah. Mac. The Mac. I hate Now, and on to the uh, the real Mac, the Mid-American. Uh, I got Buffalo, and I think they're going to – it'll be relatively easy for them. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Ohio Bobcats, keeping it within three last night um, <laughs> against Buffalo. Um, yeah, it's tough for me to go against. I'm going to go on Buffalo. All they're right. so good. Now we're on to the Mid-Eastern, the MEAC. Uh, again, another conference that uh, no one pays entirely too much attention to. Norfolk State is sitting at fourteen and one. Tough for me not to go with them. Yeah, um, Norfolk State. Shout uh, Kyle O'Quinn, alumni. Yes, yes. Probably uh, the only alum in the league. So. Okay, Missouri Valley obviously got a ton of attention last year with Loyola Chicago. Uh, two way tie at the top. I yeah, think Loyola Chicago got the one seed though. Two way tie at the. T- oh wow, did they? Twelve. I think and six. they did. I'm pretty sure they got the tie break. All over right. I mean, Drake. it's either Drake or them. Um, out of solidarity for our Toronto friend, we're gonna go Drake. 
Yeah, shout out, shout out to go to the Bulldogs. I don't Bulldogs. know much about this conference, to be honest. Yeah, nobody does. Uh, Mountain West, again, uh, Utah State, fine and dandy, but it's Nevada. Nevada's going to win it. Nevada will win. Yeah, yeah, definitely will. Okay. Not even close. Northeast, another just down year for this conference. Um, I'm going St. Francis, PA. I'm going Robert Morris. Robert Morris Ooh. is the four seed. This Also, this conference, it also, uh, they reseed after the first round. So yes. it's just highest with that. So and it's, then that's it's where a, you go and with then it's the high, home and home. It's so amazing. I think St. Francis, or Robert Morris is going to go to St. Francis, PA. They're going to win there. They're then going to go on the road again, and they're going to go and beat Fairleigh Dickinson. And uh, Andy Toole will be his last season in Moon Township. Ooh, predictions on the pod. Uh, the Ohio Valley, one of the most underrated conferences in the country. Unbelievable talent in this conference. Uh, it's going to come down to Belmont and Murray State. Um, just two unbelievably coached teams. I, I can't pick against John Morant. It's Murray State. I can't pick against Rick Bird. Ah, so Ricky I'm going, Bird with the I'm sweater going, vest. Dude, Belmont Bruins, one of the most underrated coach in the country. Yes. Stayed put, has been yes. as consistent as you can get. All right. Belmont Bruins. Okay, all right. Uh, Pac-12, a very forgettable year for them. Yuck. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dukey and say Arizona State makes a run. Uh I'm going to go um, – wouldn't it be something if UCLA just won the, won the tournament? <laughs> that would be incredible. Um, I'm going to go – I'll go Arizona State as well. I like Bobby right. Hurley. I like that. Uh, to the New England Patriot League. Ooh. This one's tough. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that people say I look like, uh, and he's the head coach at Lehigh. I believe his name is Brett Reed. Or is he, really? I believe so. People say I look like him. Maybe Possibly. it's just Pat Rogers. Who knows? I'm going to go with Lehigh. I'm going uh, Colgate. They've gotten hot. Um, they've won eight straight. And uh, they've got a young crew. I think they've got a couple of redshirt freshmen that have, that have been really solid. Um, Holy Cross actually pulled the upset in that conference last night as the 10 beating the 7. So we got, a, we got our first upset. It's 6-12 uh, and 12 in the conference. They, uh, they won their first round game. But Colgate. All right. SEC, I got Tennessee. Um, SEC, Kentucky. I'm going Kentucky. Okay. Um, I think it's a, yeah. All right, done deal. Uh, Southern Conference, it seems to be a three, I mean, really four, but um, I'm going to go UNCG. I'm picking a Tar Heel. Wofford's too good. Yeah. Wofford's too good. But shout out to Chattanooga Mock, shout out to Aaron Foose, Walter Offit, David McKinley. Um, Sit in the middle of the conference, 7 11, uh, making strides. Yeah. So give us an upset. Give us an upset. Southland, again, another one. I'm going chalk, Sam Houston State. I'm going to go, yeah, sure, Sam, Sam Houston, Houston State. <laughs> yep. Southwestern, another one. Uh, I'm going Texas Southern. Um, yes, shout out Texas Southern. Um, they are very sad. Johnny Jones, former LSU coach, mm-hmm. um, head coach of Texas Southern. Uh, I'm going to gonna ride with them to win the, uh, win, win the SWAC. Summit League, we got the Jackrabbits. I can't imagine you disagree with me here. South Dakota State. No, Mike way. Dom. Yeah. Mike Dom, Dumb. that's enough said. South Summit Dakota League. State. Uh, the Sun Belt. Now, I'm going Georgia Southern. Shout out to John Kremens. Three-way tie for they first. They got to make this happen. Go to the league. Or go to the league. Go to the tournament. Georgia Southern. I got Georgia Southern. Come I got on. another uh, another coaching prediction as well. Georgia State wins. And, um, oh, what's, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Sun was uh, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm for, oh, my gosh. This is the worst. Uh, no, no. Oh, my gosh. This uh, I, I just put myself in a bad hole. Um, Hunter. Yeah, Ron Hunter. Ron Hunter. Um, I think Ron Hunter finally gets the much-deserving job um, step up and uh, and moves on from uh, from Georgia State after another To go title. where is the question? Mm, there may be, there's is another, Georgia Tech maybe there's another job in Atlanta that uh, that might open up. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, from I there, mean, so good. some, yeah. 
We never know. So Georgia Sun Tech Belt, be, uh, last two conferences, I think. West Coast, Gonzaga. Not even close. They yeah. uh, not even single digit any single digit games. And then uh, the Western Athletic, the WAC. Uh, I'm gonna go Utah Valley. I'm going Grand Canyon, Thunder Dan Marley. Wow. Um, the Antelopes. The Antelopes. Last thing we'll leave. Well, the one thing we'll touch on. Ah, um, weave. Not even yeah. Shout out to and Weave because um, I brought this little fun fact I want to end with. But we have to touch on Nevada. I have yes. said. Yeah. I've never seen a team more out of control in a that locker room. If you've watched, there was one video, video of Jordan Caroline, and then you see a second video of the security cameras footage. Basically, someone, one of the Utah State coaches said something they went after, and then the entire team leaves the the locker room, Joe's charging after Utah State's... Uh, they, they broke the glass on the thing. Anything. But I am turning full heel, going like Ric Flair Nature Boy, and I'm going to be, unless they play Virginia, the biggest Nevada supporter yeah, no, the rest no. of the way. Yeah. Turning heel, hopping on. Like, if that hadn't happened, now I think it's just going to be like, like everyone's going to count them out, and then they're just going to like dominate teams and make a run. Um, last thing we'll leave you with before Jeremy got here. Paul doesn't even know he's hitting him. Do you know, trivia question... The the four remaining original Division One programs to never make the NCAA tournament. Um, the last team to make North, it was or, Northwestern. Uh, They've yeah, made, yeah, it. They made it. There are four teams left. Who There's are those be teams? Like, I mean, it's got to be one like is the in Swack. No, not even the Miac. Not even the Whack. Right in our backyard, Polly. Oh, original man. Division One team, so not like they moved oh, up from okay. D. So those are those are um, tough. NGIT. No, that's what? not original because they moved oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. Original ah, teams. This is hard, man. This I would give tell, you a tell the people. Tell so the people. right in our backyard, St. Francis, Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Four main teams. Um, <laughs> other three. I'll, I'll start with these other two first because this is one is the most wildest wildest thing I've ever seen. Uh, the Citadel. That makes um, I get it makes sense. William and Mary, which has oh, had some tough stretches. Ow. I mean, they were dude. They were the bottom dwellers of a CAA that had Final Four teams. Um, and then the last team, which makes zero sense because it has two of the greatest coaches of all time in their lineage. Army. Oh man! Never made the NCAA I know, but tournament. They, they were on the come up. It's like Army. Yeah. Never made an NCAA tournament. So um that would be pretty awesome if one of those teams made I think probably oh. made I don't know who would have the best shot at that. Maybe uh either Army, St. Francis, it's Brooklyn. Not Army and it's, it's definitely not, it's, not it's, it's I watched Francis, Citadel. Brooklyn. It's yeah. St. Francis, Brooklyn. It's not William Mary. Man, but oh, man. that's where we are. Um without further ado, straight from um what we, I, we consider him the um the chief, chief. maction officer, <laughs> uh, assistant commissioner guy. for integrated digital strategies, Jeremy Guy. Okay, we are now joined by Jeremy Guy. He is the Assistant Commissioner for Integrated Digital Strategies at the Mid-American Conference, a.k.a. the MAC for all of us uh, people who know the correct acronym and what that means. Jeremy, what is up, man? Thank you for coming on the pod. How's everything going? Great, guys. I, I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. I, I listened, uh, you know, Ian sent me uh, some episodes. I, I've listened to a few, uh, and, and you guys are doing some great stuff. So, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be out here talking with uh, two Mac guys. Hey, <laughs> come, come a long way since uh, since wiping up uh, wiping up sweat and filling up water bottles in, in the convo. Um, but uh, 
We yeah, two uh, two digital podcasts hosts now. That's <laughs> right, with a, a wide audience. I was gonna I was gonna say so for people that uh, might not be in that world or or may not know what it means. What what does it mean to be the assistant commissioner for integrated digital strategies? think about um the mass the max success um just in the in the in the terms of conference realignment you know there's been so many shifts uh with some of the power five conferences a ton of the mid-major and low major conferences and the mac for uh unless i'm missing something besides the addition of umass football um, really has not changed. I, I mean, since you've been there, if, and, and you can correct me because you would know, but what do you, I mean, do you attribute that to um, the strength of the individual schools or is that a commissioner decision? You know, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, when I first started, we had uh, 13 and we had Marshall in the league. That's yeah. right. Uh, that's uh, that is the one I'm missing. That's how long ago I was at the MAC. Like Byron Leftwich was the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like it's it's crazy how long I've been there. But we had Marshall as a full member. Now that's the last time we had a full member in the conference. Um, and then since we've had Central Florida, I mean, we had like Dante Culpepper was in the league. You yeah. know, like Central we had Florida was Central in the MAC. I did not was know in the that. League. Yeah, yeah, for a couple of years. Uh, UMass Temple, but they were all just football only members. And now we're back to our 12. I think, uh, to answer your question, <laughs> I think our footprint, you know, uh, 
you know, stretching as far west as NIU in DeKalb, and then as far east as uh, Buffalo, you you guys know, I you can get anywhere in the MAC like in four hours. Seriously, yeah. I guess those two would be the outliers, and Central Michigan's maybe a little further drive, but. All of our schools have pretty much the same budgets. All of our schools uh, have pretty much the same facilities. Everyone's on the same playing field. And I think getting, uh, being able to get around and being able to get to every campus, it, it's just it's just a family feel. I've always felt that way. And I don't think anyone wants to break that up. I, I mean, Marshall was a rare case, uh, but they weren't like an original member of the MAC either, you know? So... So that that was one that they wanted to split off and uh, and go to the conference USA, uh, but you know every everyone's pretty much the same. You look at every school; they all have their kind of differences, clearly. But um, at the end of the day, everyone's kind of on the same. You know, all the coaches get paid the same. Facilities are all around the same money wise. Right. So you know, I, I just think that that's what keeps everyone together and. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's great. I, I love it. I love that, like, there's really no, I guess you can say never say never, but there's no threat of that happening because of all the things I just mentioned, which is just, again, what, what I love about the conference. It's, Definitely. It just feels like family. No, yeah. it, it really does. And for me, and, and I was, I'm sure Paul as well, coming as outsiders, I mean, I grew up uh, in a town where James Madison, the CAA, where it was kind of that feel at first when you have natural rivalries with uh, of JMU, of VCU, with George Mason, and ODU, and it had that feel, and then conference realignment really broke that up. Coming into the MAC and stepping into a school like Ohio where natural rivalry is Miami, but then the basketball teams are so good with between Akron that um, that becomes a big rivalry. And then even just the East, everything is so intertwined and, and, and the state of Ohio in itself, um, it really does breed, I mean, true rivalries, true competition, and, and, and it's, it's meaningful. Um, and I think that just, more so than anything, it, it has kept the, the conference so, uh, so powerful. But um, looking, shifting, looking at men's basketball, I think obviously on the national stage, everyone is is pretty familiar with with Buffalo being a top twenty five team all year, beating Arizona last year in the tournament. But if you look at the conference, according to Ken Palm, um, ninth ranked conference in, out of all thirty two in the country, um, which has been, I mean, absolutely awesome to see, and and by a pretty pretty large margin, the Mountain West, the Atlantic Ten. The WAC, Conference USA, Missouri Valley teams, mid-major conferences that have historically been strong, um, all pretty far below the MAC, and it's not just a, a Buffalo thing. I think it's pretty top to bottom. What do you think is attributed, and, and just on basketball specific, to Buffalo's success and to just the, the conference as a whole on the men's basketball side this year? Yeah, I mean, you bring up great points. <laughs> that, yeah. You know, Ken Palm, I, I look at Ken Palm, but the NCAA has kind of guided us to use these new net rankings. Yep. Um, and the net rankings were, were ninth as well. We've been fluctuating. We're either eighth or ninth, depending on the week. We kind of switch spots no matter the week with the West Coast Conference. Yep. Uh, our highest ever when the RPI was out was 10th. So wow. I think no matter what, I mean, we have one game left in the regular season. We're going to end the regular season with the best finish conference finish the league has ever had this That's year. That's awesome. Uh, really? I, I hope it's eighth. 
but if it's ninth, we're still the best. You know, it's still the best. We've had in the net, I can only speak to kind of our numbers there, but we have nine of our 12 teams are in the top 150 this year, and half of our league is in the top 125. And that's just, I mean, that's insane. Uh, we got a number of teams already with 20 wins. Um, and, and I think, you know, our coaches always get together. I think they've kind of gone out with a strategy of let's see, let's, let's see who we can schedule. Let's get these wins. Let's not necessarily be caught up in the, in the buy games or, or going out. Now, every conference need those, needs those and every school needs them because you got to make a little money sometimes. Of course. But when you can be, when you can be a Buffalo and get that buy game that that's West Virginia, or, um, you know, they played Marquette, which they, they fell. Marquette's obviously one of the elite teams in the country. Um, but, you know, to, to get to get wins um, such as such as one like like West Virginia um, it, and, and, and then it beat Syracuse, yep. you know, at Syracuse. You know, though, having those two under your belt, that's clearly why uh, Buffalo has, has gone up the charts. Uh, they, they, you know, they keep winning and winning and winning by great margins and, and have, and have scheduled properly. You know, when, when you have a team that you know is going to be good and then you have these games fall into place and you go to these places and actually win those games, good things are going to happen. And, uh, I, I think, I think a lot of our schools are scheduling, they, they kind of know what tier they're in of the Mac. You know, you kind of look at it, break it up into thirds. And, you know, if you're a top four team, you might want to go and, and get some of these bigger games. Uh, if you if you think, hey, we're going to be a down year, you might want to schedule some schools from conferences that might have lower net rankings or whatever you want to call the ranking yep. to, to just pile up wins, and uh, because it will help. And I think I think our schools have have grasped that uh, very well, and it's shown this year because. Again, we're, we're all of our schools are playing really high level basketball. We had coming into the season, we had seventeen of our twenty all math guys back in the league. That's incredible. which is yeah, that's huge. So you kind of knew setting up at the beginning of the year that we were going to have a good year. We had a lot of experience on those all math teams coming back, and it's just played out great. And I mean, props to Buffalo, props to Toledo. They're having a great year. And you're all modern BG, Michael Huger. Uh, has done a great job there. They've, they've kind of hit a rough patch here towards the end of the season, and it doesn't get easier. They play Buffalo <laughs> at Buffalo on Friday. But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 really been a fun year and a historic year. We're going to look back. Uh, hopefully we keep this going. But as of right now, it's the best year that we've had, uh, you know, RPI or net-wise uh, in, you know, forever yeah. <laughs> since for, those rankings have come out you know yeah for for historically one bid leagues um like the mac now I, i'm curious to get your perspective when there's a there's somewhat of a runaway favorite with buffalo and they you know they've been ranked in the top 25 for a while and they're beating you know quality opponents on the road in non-conference play does the does the conference root for them to continue to uh, succeed and then somebody else win the conference so you guys get two in the NCAA tournament or are you guys rooting for Buffalo to win it all and and be as successful as they can like what what is the the attitude or the mindset from the conference perspective I'm gonna give you can give a business answer I was gonna say it's gonna sound political but I I gotta tell you guys 
it's 100% true. Um, we, I don't think there's ever a rooting. I, I think we root for all of our teams, first of all. Yeah. But I, and, and when it comes to non-conference, you know, it's like, let's go out, let's get as many wins. When a team starts winning, you know, like, Buffalo is bound, it's the Mac. I mean, it's competitive, and we have a ton of good teams, and Buffalo is bound to slip up. They they lost at Northern Illinois. They lost at BG. Um those things are going to happen. You want you want your teams, you want your conference to do what we did this year and to put us in the top ten so that people notice. Hey, look look at these teams. Look at the Matt. And you so you. I, I can't honestly say either way. Like especially when it comes to the tournament. Like clearly, Buffalo has been ranked seventeen weeks in the AP poll. They're a top fifteen net team this year uh, right now. They're, they're a lock for the tournament. I mean, for yeah. someone to say different is crazy. Yeah. So it, it clearly, if another team wins, we're going to have two teams. Um, I, I think still, um, you know, that who knows if we have a shot, even if they don't. And and you so that you want to root for all the teams to kind of just keep building their resume. I know that's probably not a great answer, but <laughs> I sit there, I sit there every day, and I'm like. I look at the rankings. So I'm like, oh, Toledo was uh, 66. Well, they beat, uh, name whatever team. They beat Akron or they beat whoever. Well, then you want to check the rank. It's like every day I get these net reports. And I'm like, I can't wait to see how a school like went up in the rankings. And and that's whether it's Buffalo, that's whether it's BG. BG went up like something crazy, like 60 spots in a month. It's crazy. I mean, just, huh. see, just seeing the rise of our teams is kind of what I enjoy and when it comes tournament time I, I'm again being 100% honest I just want to see a great tournament I've seen some great tournaments and if that thing comes down to like a buzzer beater on the last you know on the championship game and everyone's watching and people are buzzing on Twitter and saying match and match and match like you gotta see the end of this game Yep. like that's that's what I love Seriously. and that's like at that point I don't care if it's bubble. I don't care who it is in the game. You just want to be like, oh, look at our conference on display on ESPN two. There's, the, you know, there's going to be a crowd there, um, and it's going to look good on TV. And for a game to have that that excitement or a back and forth and something come down to the wire, like that's that's what I love. Because again, I'm I'm in the social world too, yep. so. You know, you want something exciting. You want something that really displays your conference in the best light. And that's, I think, what we all want to see. And then when it comes tournament time, you root like hell for whoever's in there, you know? Of course. Like, like, yeah, you know, like last year, Buffalo, that momentum when they beat Arizona is huge. And and you want you want a team to to uh, get in there and get some wins. It's, it's great to have two teams, but I'd rather have – a team go like a like what um what you call it did last year. Oh man, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, Loyola Chicago. Loyola, Loyola, yep. yeah. That's what I think. So you you want a team to make that run because that yeah, puts yeah, the, the yeah. conference on on the map. But then look at you know they they're behind they're behind us this year that conference. Yeah. So yeah. so it doesn't necessarily do it. You you just want to root for those teams to do as best as they can throughout the year and. Hopefully, build momentum, build the brand, and uh, and show us in the best possible light. No, and I definitely it, it makes it makes a ton of sense. I'm thinking back even to 
I mean, 2012. I, I mean, if you, especially if you're just a casual fan, you, and and this is obviously, a, I don't want to say a bias take, but from from Ohio, I mean, we literally as won that conference, that championship game, just because pretty much Brian Walsh had a almost automatic jumper he always makes, just rim out. Uh, we happened to make a couple free throws, and I'm very confident that. Akron could have gone on that exact same Sweet 16 run that we did, and then um, and then the, the next year, both of us we, we end up 14 and two in the conference. We play them in the MAC championship again. I think it was like a, we were up five. Um, Akron ends up going to the tournament. So I think, and that only speaks to I mean how competitive the league really is. I think at least the four years that I was involved, and then Paul was involved in, even when Ohio was the nine seed and made a run all the way, and then beat Georgetown. There's the conference is just at such a good point right now that, um, like you said, I, I have full confidence in, in in majority of the teams. The conference being able to beat high major teams or beat whoever's put in front of them if it does get to the tournament. But um, last thing I will end with, and since it is right around the the, the corner, I get one regular season game left. I mean, you touched on it a little bit with um, wanting to see a buzzer beater, wanting to see the Q really jump in for that championship. What would you, if you had to pick one, and I don't know if there is one that comes immediately to mind, but um, I know obviously what mine is. I'm sure Paul has his as well. What would you say is probably your best MAC tournament memory? Man. That's a tough one. Uh, I'll put you on the spot. It is. It is. uh, You know, the the run, I I know it didn't end well, but, um, man, Ohio had some good – so I don't know. I, I can't be quoted on the year. <laughs> you guys will probably know better than me. But but Leon Williams. Ah, two thousand two thousand five. Was that five? So that with, was my with the tip in. Yeah, that would have been my first year at the MAC. Um, now, obviously, as a BG student, I went to a bunch of tournaments. Of course. Um, and like as a student, I would always go. I, I've been. I was at the game as a student. Our record crowd uh, that we've ever had. It was Kent State BG uh, back when uh, Antonio Gates was playing for Kent. So I mean, <laughs> I've gone all the way back as a student to see Antonio Gates playing basketball. Again, showing my age there. Uh, the Leon Williams. The Leon Williams thing. That was that was incredible because, and I, you know. I'll just stick with that because it sticks in my mind and it's the first thing that popped in my mind because I remember that game it was Ohio Buffalo Yep. and um, that ball he tipped in I I swear that thing sat on the rim it felt like 20 seconds like it was just sitting there and it was one of those where the ball just like fell in at the very end and the place went absolutely berserk and uh to have to have a buzzer beater like i've seen some other games where there have been some buzzer beaters but that's when you ask that and it's not just because you guys are ohio guys but but it it just sticks out in my mind is like that was that was incredible this whole place would be like the the top blew off the queue and and uh, that was when it was called gund arena yeah yeah it was yeah Gundarina again. That got so, that got Tim O'Shea about a six year contract extension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that. That just sticks out in my mind as as being uh, as being one of the memorable. But then you know I, the tournament run. I was there. Uh, you know with Ohio making that sweet sweet sixteen run, yep. uh, which was incredible. Um, you know some of those Kent State teams. Oh yeah. 
were were great, but but championship game, that tournament moment, I, I still got to say that. And you know, the other thing, which is also in Ohio, was the way uh, your guy uh, Armand Bassett. Oh for, man, see that's Paul. That's Paul. Oh, my God. Right <laughs> yeah. For a four game stretch, like he was untouchable. Show, like, <laughs> You know, like I've never seen in a Mac tournament. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's another one. But, hey, I mean, this year could shape up. I Like, we were looking at the teams and the possible scenarios and, like, every matchup that would go on right now. And I'm looking, I'm like, this 11 seed can beat this 6 seed and this 10 seed can beat the 7. And who knows, like, the 12, like, West, Western Michigan right now is a 12. They've had only two wins, but they've been there before. Their coach has been in the league forever, and it's like, why couldn't they win a game? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just that's the Mac, and that's yeah. no matter if it's football, no matter if it's basketball. I, it it kind of goes all the way back to your first question of what keeps us all like the competitiveness. Everyone on the same playing field just speaks to why these games are always close. Uh, I know, you know, Buffalo. Just what Bobby Hurley started, what Nate Oates is continuing. Um, is is tremendous uh and and they've looked untouchable at times this year but you know i wouldn't be shocked i wouldn't be shocked if someone beat them at the queue i just that's that's just how it is so we'll, we'll see how it all plays out i'm i'm really looking forward to uh next week no uh, that yeah absolutely man it'll, yeah it'll i know i mean i have some of my Best memories, some 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 heartache there in uh, in a couple years, and um, it, it's definitely. I mean, the environment, especially. I mean, being in in Northeast Ohio and and pretty central location, at least for the MAC, pretty close to so many schools. When you get those fans traveling, especially against the Friday Saturday night, I mean, it is it is definitely uh, it's definitely special. But Jeremy, we we appreciate you, you coming on. Um, everyone's listening. Go follow him. It's at I'm that guy JG. Give at Max Sports a follow. Um, it, it's all about Maxion, and obviously we'll preach that till uh, till the end over here. But appreciate you, uh, appreciate you coming on, and uh, and good luck with everything up in Cleveland here uh, in the coming week. No, thank you guys for uh, having me on, and hopefully we can do this again sometime. Awesome, man. Appreciate we'll it, Jeremy. Big shout out to Jeremy for coming on the pod. Everybody enjoy conference play and conference week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week on a big recap. Hopefully Duke has won it. And uh, until then, keep the ball bouncing. Deuces. Lately I've been feeling like this is what I've been working towards. If you ain't trying to be the boss and tell me what you're working for. Certain doors are closed, but now they opening up. Celebrating with some shots, maybe poke on a cup. Pulls, lust, rustles up next, and I got this. Crazy like Britney in the love, so toxic. Got a wall up, I'm trying to infiltrate a conscious. Taking 12 shots like where the cops is. Come on.